coming. You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back once again, and welcome to episode 57 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here, and I'm going to stop talking to this voice today. We're going to break down a lot of stuff. Kofi Kingston, should he be main eventing over the ladies at WrestleMania? That's going to be my top subject. I'm going to get into that. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, looks like we're headed down that road. Who needs to win more? Our WrestleMania doesn't feel like WrestleMania. I'm going to hop into that. And Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Does the Ciampa injury, as bad and unfortunate as it is, does it enhance the Ciampa and Gargano feud. Stay tuned for that. I'm going to get into it. So, I'm not going to waste any more time. You know where to find me. If you don't know where to find me, feel free to follow me on Twitter at 2SweetPOD. That's the number 2, SweetPOD. You'll see all my listings where you can find the 2Sweet Podcast at. So, we're going to get rolling. We're going to start with best thing, funniest thing. Funniest thing I've seen, I'm going to cheat right here. Wasn't necessarily this week, but a part of the last week. Funniest thing I've seen was the doggone Ronda Rousey memes. Uh, it, it was just incredible. I don't know who started it. I love to give credit to the person that actually started the whole movement. I don't know who it was, but it was hilarious. Those Ronda Rousey memes. She came out and said wrestling was fake. Then somebody started the memes. Uh, I seen one that said the Undertaker isn't really dead. Uh, <laughs> the Rock doesn't really cook. <laughs> It was just a ton of them. Sasha Banks isn't really the boss. Vince McMahon is. A ton of Ronda Rousey memes and wrestling community. Job well done. Like I always say, when we get together on something, it is usually just gold. And that was just gold. Our best thing that I've seen all week from a personal standpoint was Kofi Kingston's promo on Tuesday Night SmackDown. And it was heartfelt. Kofi really doesn't say a whole lot. A Big D and Xavier Woods, normally the talkers of the group. And he spoke to Vince McMahon. And, man, I felt that. And, like, the crowd was quiet. And they were just hanging on his every word. And, like, I'm so super invested into this field. I'm about to hop right on into this. That's my first subject of the day. But I love Kofi Kingston's promo on SmackDown. It was very heartfelt, and I felt every bit of it. So, we're about to hop right on into this thing. First subject, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. It's looking like it's going to be Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Some mix of Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Maybe somebody else will be thrown in. But if that's the case, should it be main eventing WrestleMania over the Raw Women's Championship match? And to start off, I got to talk about the trajectory of the feuds, of both feuds, that is. Okay, the Raw Women's Championship feud started way up here. Started at a fever pitch. The night after the Royal Rumble, uh, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, when they faced off, like on a scale of 1 to 10, it was at a 10. So it kind of had no choice but to come down from there, unfortunately. But 
I was thinking when it was just Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, it's going to come down from that fever push, but it's at least going to come down to like a six or a seven by the, or an eight by the time we go ahead into WrestleMania. It is not at that as we stand today. They threw in Charlotte Flair, they threw in the McMahons, and everything became oh so convoluted. And now the trajectory of the field for the Women's Championship, at least the Raw Women's Championship, is doing this and this and this and this and this. It's, it's going down week by week by week. And I've, been, I've said this before. I said I'm starting to lose interest week by week. And it is the total flip side of the Kofi Kingston storyline. Kofi Kingston storyline started here. Uh, Mustafa Ali gets hurt. Kofi Kingston gets inserted. He has that magical uh, gauntlet match and goes here. And then he has that great mat, great performance in the Elimination Chamber against Daniel Bryan. Houston was hot, hot for Kofi Kingston that night. They wanted to see that title change happen. So the feud, uh, the trajectory of the feud kept going up and up after that. And we reached the points where Kofi Mania was trending. And uh, we got the report that, you know what, it's looking like it's going to be Daniel Bryan and, Co- and, and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. And that got a lot of people upset. Kofi Mania, you know, that, that support stayed strong because that was the big question. Would fans stay intrigued? Would, you, would they get the response that they got out of Houston and Fans have stayed intrigued. They've stayed behind Kofi. And the trajectory of this feud, we now have Kofi Kingston in another gauntlet match heading up for SmackDown next week. And, of course, he's going to win that match. I mean, I I can't imagine another result. He's going to win that match, and then the trajectory of feud is going to go up even more. So the trajectory of this Daniel Bryan-Kofi Kingston feud has done this. Has gone up and up and up and up. And I think it's going to continue to do that as we head into WrestleMania. Uh, and that's important because this is coming off the heels just a day or two ago. We had the report from Ryan Sutton of Pro Wrestling Street that Vince McMahon is reportedly not, uh, has not locked in the WrestleMania main event yet. And for good reason this year. And I got to say that that's because. Just in my estimation, I'm just looking at it from afar. The women's feud has gone down, and we see this momentum for Kofi Kingston going up. And when you look at it, you gotta say, okay, what's more important right now? Uh, is it the women's feud, or is it the Kofi feud? Right now, it's what and what. Uh, I guess right now you can still give it to the to the women, but it's going like this. And like the women are like right here, and that Kofi feud is like right here. It's it's getting close to it, and I gotta say that the more and more we get to WrestleMania, as I get my phone out right here, the more and more we get to WrestleMania, like I think the the the, the Kofi feud is gonna go here, and the women's feud is gonna come down, and Kofi is gonna be uh, more important. Then the Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan feud is going to be more important, and with important importance it uh, comes investment. Like when you look at who's the most important person in both feuds, uh, is it Kofi Kingston or is it Becky Lynch? It's now Kofi Kingston over Becky Lynch. The crowd still loves Becky Lynch. I love Becky Lynch to death, 
but she's losing a bit of momentum and they've kind of cooled her off in this feud and Kofi Kingston is just rising and elevating. So the fans have become very inter invested uh, in the storyline that is Kofi Kingston and Kofi Kingston himself. I think the fans' investment in the Women's Championship feud comes with Becky Lynch and Becky Lynch alone. That's just my opinion. Uh, they hated Charlotte for quite some time now, but even that has dissipated a bit because Becky Lynch is back. Becky Lynch is in the storyline now. So they don't really hate Charlotte as much. I guess Ronda Rousey is very hated, but eh, to a lesser extent, you can only go wrestling this fake for so long. She's done a decent enough job in a storyline as a hero. I love her as a hero. Don't get me wrong. But as it pertains to investment, I think the crowd is more invested in, in seeing Kofi reach the ultimate goal. So at the end of the day, what do you value more? If we get to WrestleMania and both feuds are, if the women's feud is doing this and Kofi's feud is doing this, and Kofi's feud, Kofi and Daniel Bryan's feud becomes that much more important than the women's feud, what do you choose? Uh, do you choose history? Because the ladies, this this is a monumental deal if the ladies were to main event WrestleMania. I cannot overstate the importance of it. It would be huge for the ladies. I would be happy for them. Or... Do you go with the right choice? If the if Kofi's feud is going to do what I think it is, and if the women's feud is going to plateau or go of even lesser importance or meaning, then for me, I want to see the right choice get made. I want to see Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan being the main event of WrestleMania. Like, if you would have told me these were the states, like, a couple of months ago, I would have said, oh, you, you, you go with the women. Because that feud is just going to be at a fever pitch. The women's feud is no longer at a fever pitch anymore because they've done so much damage and irreparable harm to it. It's been so convoluted that people are not starting to necessarily check out on the feud. But comparing it from where we had Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch not after the Royal Rumble, everybody was invested it was one of the hotter feuds that I could remember in quite some time in WWE. Like, I remember saying that at the time. Like, I, I, I haven't been invested in such a feud in so long. But it has gone down so much. The Kofi's feud has gone up so much to where I think by the time we get to the beginning of April, we're all going to be saying that, you know what? Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan needs to be the main event of this show. It may not seem like that right now, but I think by the time we get to April, that will be the right choice. What main events? I'm not sure. We'll see. But I think by the time we get to WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan will be the most deserved, the most deserving match. The women will deserve to main event. Don't get me wrong. And if they do still happen to main event, I won't have a problem with it whatsoever. But I think Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan will be the most deserving main event. So moving on, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, who needs to win more? So coming off the heels of Monday Night Raw, uh, it's certainly looking like we're getting a Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania. Uh, Drew McIntyre just destroyed Roman Reigns. He needed help. Uh, off out of the ring then Drew McIntyre doubled down and destroyed Drew McIntyre hit that sick Claymore and ended the match 
And it certainly looks like it's going to be Drew versus Roman at WrestleMania. I cannot imagine any other match that would take place. It's not going to be Roman Reigns bearing freaking Corbin. That ain't happening. Get that match out of here. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. Who needs to win this match more? So we're going to start with Roman Reigns. And it's going to be Roman Reigns. He's come back much earlier than at least I expected. I never expected Roman Reigns to come back for a WrestleMania match. Now that he's back, I'm happy to have him back. And it's going to be his first big match. And I understand that, you know what? Well, I can't say necessarily first big match because the Shields uh, match, you can consider that their reunion, that was a big match. But it's going to be WrestleMania for Roman Reigns after coming off his bout with Leukemia. And, you know, most would say, you know what? Go ahead and give Roman the win. He's back. You know, we're all excited to have him back. And also, if you look at the storyline, it dictates that Roman Reigns picks up the victory because it, dicta it dictates, excuse me, that he gets his revenge on Drew McIntyre. It dictates that the face overcomes the evil heel for beating down his boys. So, if it comes down to it, I won't necessarily have a problem with Roman Reigns winning. But let's get to the Drew McIntyre side of things. Drew McIntyre needs a big win. I'm just going to be honest. I can't. I tend to forget a lot of things in wrestling, so bear with me. I cannot remember a big Drew McIntyre solo win at a Big Four pay-per-view since he's come back in this heel persona after um, after debuting in his time in NXT. He needs a big win. It was at one at one point. It was. Braun Strowman or Drew McIntyre, who's going to be the champion next? We were having those debates. And like I was like, man, you can go with either one. I'll be happy. It was around the time when Braun Strowman was facing off with Brock Lesnar at, I want to say, Crown Jewel. And I was like, okay, Braun, you got to put the title on Braun here. Of course, Braun doesn't win. And Braun is just in the crapper. Like, what has happened to that guy, man? You can't tell me it's all Braun. Like, there was a certain point in time to where Brian had all the momentum in the world, and they just did not go with him. And he's failed because of it. He's, he's suffered because of it. So, Drew McIntyre isn't exactly in the crapper, but he, he's, he has lost a ton of his momentum. If he gets a win on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, he will become a made man. He needs that win. In my answer here... Drew McIntyre needs this win a whole lot more than Roman Reigns needs it. Uh, Roman Reigns can always go back and get a win at, say, SummerSlam or whatever the next pay-per-view pay is, Money in the Bank or whatever, down the line. Drew McIntyre needs this big win at the biggest pay-per-view of them all. So if I'm picking between the guys, if Roman Reigns wins, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. But Drew McIntyre needs this win a whole lot more than Roman Reigns to elevate him back into uh, the momentum that he, went, that he once had. He's a psycho again. I love that psycho Drew, angry Drew. I love that he's that again. But he needs a win to validate him. And a win against Roman at WrestleMania would most definitely do that. So moving on. Uh, WrestleMania. Speaking of WrestleMania. Does it really feel like WrestleMania? Like, I look at the matches. And there's not a whole lot of big time WrestleMania feel matches. And I know we're not even, you know, the card is not finalized yet. But just based upon some of the stuff that we have now, uh, looking at 
the Universal Championship feud. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Okay, Seth Rollins won the Royal Rumble. It was like, okay, cool. Seth won. Seth versus Brock. This is pretty cool. I'm very, pretty interested in this. Then Brock hits those five F5s on Seth Rollins. They ended Raw like that. And it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And ever since then, uh, we've come from in the, sticking with the Seth Rollins feud. We got to the Shield our reunion, and that's taking away some of the luster from Seth versus Brock. We have to build to that and give time to that. And now we get to something Brock Lesnar, and it's like, I don't care about this. Seth Rollins versus Paul Heyman, when they were having that promo off, and it's like, I was watching that, and I was like, I, you know, I don't care. I don't care about Paul Heyman talking about Brock Lesnar's past accomplishments. I'm just not invested in the feud. Uh, you look at the women's championship match, I just talked about that on Raw. I'm just not as invested into that feud anymore. I, it feels like just another big match as opposed to when Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey faced, faced off. It felt like a WrestleMania big time feel. Michael Cole even had a great line, I wish WrestleMania was tomorrow. You know what? He had something there, truthfully there. I wish WrestleMania would have been the next day because that would have felt like a WrestleMania feud. I uh, just looking at just off of the top of my head, out of tag team title matchups for Raw, that's gonna be a fantastic match. Whatever it is, it's looking like it's gonna be Alice Black and Ricochet versus the Revival. That's gonna be a fantastic match, but is it WrestleMania? Does it feel like WrestleMania? We've seen these combination of these tag team matchups over and over and over again. So it's it's kind of ingrained in my head. I've seen great matches between those guys already. Doesn't feel like a WrestleMania feud. Out uh, of women's championship feud on SmackDown, Asuka versus whomever. It's looking like it's going to be uh, Lacey Evans, the human walking Simpson grandpa Jeff. I'm not interested in that. Those There are a couple of matches. You look at Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, that feels like WrestleMania. Feels like a WrestleMania storyline. I. Even Randy Orton and AJ Styles in one promo alone. I was like, okay, we can run this for WrestleMania. I'm feeling that. And those are a few matches far in between. There are like two or three matches that feels like WrestleMania. If Drew and Roman Reigns were to go, go down, that would feel like a WrestleMania-worthy matchup. I, I got to say that if you look at it, Fastlane really hurts that pay-per-view in the middle of March. Or at the beginning of March, it really hurts our WrestleMania build. We don't need that pay-per-view there because we're building to a pay-per-view. We spent all that time with the Shield building uh, to fast like that. We completely neglected the Universal Championship. And now the Universal Championship, because of that, feels less important. And there were many feuds. We had Asuka um, facing off against Mandy Rose. And now she faced off against Sign the Bill. There's no clear build to what a SmackDown championship uh, list is going to be Sign the Bill. And I doubt that it's going to hit it. The storyline for Sign the Bill is to break up with Mandy Rose. So Asuka is caught up in fast lane build up. And like, we need to abolish that pay per view. WWE won't abolish it because it makes them money. And I don't necessarily know if I can blame them for that. Of course, they're going to want to make the, as much money as they can make. So I can't blame them, but it really hurts the WrestleMania build. WrestleMania, it doesn't feel grand. It feels like we're building towards just another big four pay-per-view. And not necessarily WrestleMania. So, 
we are three weeks or so out from WrestleMania and uh, two two weeks or so out from WrestleMania. And I hope we get something of substance that makes the entire card feel like WrestleMania. Or at least I'll take the majority of the card to where it feels like WrestleMania. I hope we get something. It just doesn't quite like feel it doesn't quite feel like WrestleMania yet. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but that's where I am with the WrestleMania build overall. So last up, we're gonna talk about Tommaso Ciampa. And you know what? Even out of the worst situations, you can find some good. And Tommaso Ciampa's injury is just the worst situation. Man's out for a year. Hurt me to my heart to hear that. And it's just so unfortunate because the guy's been through so many hardships. So he's overcame so many things, so many injuries. And he was at a, like a fever pitch, best heel in the entire wrestling business. Not just WWE, I feel like overall. And he's out for the year. But you know what? It's okay. Because we have this Ciampa and Gargano feud. And I'm watching NXT last night. And boy, I wish I would have recorded my live reaction. But I, I'm watching and I'm like, ah, it's just Dusty Rhodes, Tag Team Classic. You know, we're just going to do that. And that's going to be the, NXT, the end of NXT. Little did I know we were going to be continuing the Gargano Ciampa storyline here. And uh, Candice Ray and Ciampa, they're bringing Gargano up the ramp. And I'm like, okay, something has to happen here. We're not just going to walk up the ramp and fade to black. Something has to happen here. So Johnny Gargano goes down. Ciampa picks him back up. And I'm like, okay, ram him into the LED board, Ciampa. Give it to me. You know how, like, I said this last week in my... Uh, elimination Chamber takeaways. I, uh, you know how you play something out in your mind before it actually happens. That was me last night. Like I was like, okay, let's get let's get on with it, Chopper. And here goes Chopper. He's about to ram him, ram him into the LED board. Um, Gargano catches him and he pulls the fake out on him, ramps him into the LED board. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. And at the time, I was happy, but. At the same time, I was sad because I know the situation of Ciampa is out for the year. They were planning that at WrestleMania. It's going to be a huge storyline. But I'll tell you this much. Ciampa's injury gives life to this feud. Because had they faced off at WrestleMania, oh, that would have been, excuse me, at the TakeOver on WrestleMania weekend, that would have been the end of this feud for life like i don't mean to go a nwo term on you but for life at least for wwe i mean unless they would have both jumped to another federation like uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn and restarted the feud there but that would have been it like i couldn't have taken another gargano champa match after that looking at it now everyone's looking forward to next year i already see people saying that you know what Ciampa's going to come back and he's going to cost Gargano uh, some type of match. We're going to get this thing restarted again. Look, whether that's, I don't know what John Gargano is going to be this time next year. Whether that's for the World Championship, he's competing for the World Championship. I wouldn't place bets on that one. I could be competing for the Intercontinental Championship. That's very much more likely. Uh, who knows? 
Could be for the Royal Rumble. He could. Chopper could come back across Johnny Gargano, the Royal Rumble. I don't know. But everyone's looking forward to it. And by the time that it happens, everybody's going to be super invested into this feud. And it's going to want a lot more out from this feud because Chopper has been hurt for an entire year. We're going to want to see more of it. And that's why I think it reinvigorates this feud. Because I think this feud... Like I said, was would have been at a standpoint of Orton Cena. Like, you remember the Orton Cena storyline where the, the very last match we were like, this is the last match. We will no longer compete against each other for the world title again. That's where I think the Gargano Ciampa feud would have been. I had Ciampa not gotten hurt. They might as well have, should have said, this is the last match in our entire lifetime. Because nobody would have wanted to see it again. Or multiple matches again. Not everybody's invested into Johnny Gargano. What's going to happen with him coming out of this? We'll see what happens with Gargano coming out of this. Is he going to stay in NXT? Is he going to compete for the world title? We'll see. Uh, and everybody's invested into what's going to happen next year. Everybody's invested into uh, Tommaso Ciampa's comeback. And I'm very in invested into it as well. I want to see what goes down coming forward and i'm very invested into into seeing how it all turns out so let me know your thoughts whether that's in the youtube comments or periscope comments or on twitter at two sweet pod that's the number two sweet pod or on twitter at omg Corey b let me know all of your thoughts on this entire situation whether that's kofi let me know your thoughts on should, should that be the main event or should the women be the main event uh roman and drew does it feel like WrestleMania? Uh, and let me know about Ciampa and Gargano. What do you think about that storyline? What do you think about his injury? Let me know all your thoughts. I will respond.